0: To Rutgers Basketball.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Rutgers Basketball. <laughs> We've been too wrapped up in basketball season, boys. And it's been heartbreaking for the three of us to this point.
0: Ugh.
2: Listen, timeout, timeout, timeout. Okay, yes. It, yes. It, it's very clear that the three of us are are as close to diehard Michigan fans as that you can possibly get maybe so much so that, you know, some of our content tends, tends to be a little bit biased. If you've heard any of us talk about Michigan basketball this year, we would rather, we would rather die sometimes than watch this team play basketball. But now, Hey, I'd rather,
0: I'd rather kill my two best friends than watch this team.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, We've been humbled very so much
1: in this basketball season. So uh, shout out to all the fans. Also also if you heard our debate about Michigan basketball, I, it would definitely make for a more entertaining podcast. Oh, I wanted to
2: fight Ethan. I really
1: did. So did I, man. So did I.
0: That's a rated M for mature podcast.
1: It really is. It really is. But we are not talking basketball. We're not a basketball podcast because this is the big show bringing you the best of Big Ten football, even in the offseason, because it never stops. It never stops. There is always some type of nonsense to talk about. And the nonsense this week is brought to you by none other than the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, before we get into that, please subscribe, follow, rate us wherever you listen and uh, whatever platform you listen on. Let us know you're there. Follow us on the socials at uh, Big Show Pod, too. Instagram, and Twitter. But back to the Iowa Hawkeyes. If I remember correctly, last year, they had had some pretty big issues on one side of the football. Can anyone provide a refresher on what side of the
0: football that was? They didn't score points.
1: They didn't? Okay, yeah, it was the offense. That's right. The offense really, really struggled. Is
0: that the side of the ball that's supposed to score points? Because their defense did a lot more scoring than their offense, it felt like.
1: They did do that in multiple games actually but but it it is supposed to be the offense. Did did uh did their uh, offense even know that football had sides? No. Okay. No, I don't think the offense knew much. Uh their offensive coordinator Brian Brian, Brian Nepotism, Ferris, right? Ferris? Nepotism. Explain nepotism. It, it,
2: he only has his position because his daddy has the position. He's he only has his Porsche because his daddy bought him the Porsche. I'm I'm convinced
1: that I don't think you can call the Iowa offense a Porsche though. No, I, I think I think his dad gave you him a, being uh, a, a division, Toyota Corolla. a Division One
2: college football offensive coordinator. That's about as close to a Porsche as you can get. As if you're going to compare a job to a car, I, I mean, I I'd be happy with that. And I can guarantee you that Brian Ferentz and I would do the exact same job on offense. That was what was seen on, on the field.
1: And I'm pretty confident in that. But, but guys, there are some big changes happening in Iowa. I mean, there is some rumbling over there when it comes to the offensive side of the football. I mean, seismic shifts in the landscape. Get this. Brian Ferentz, They're putting the pressure on him now. His contract is now incentive-based. His annual pay has gone down from $900,000 to $850,000. It's a big pay cut. And he will only be allowed to keep his job if he and the Iowa Hawkeyes meet these two requirements. 25 points per game and win at least 7 games including a bowl
0: wow well the hard part is that they're not, they're not going to average 20 what was it 27 points a game 25 they're not averaging 25 points a game
1: but but it's just 25 total points if the defense scores it contributes oh, to the point total
0: yeah I would have to see I guess I would have to see their like their noncom their non conference. Yeah. Just to kind of get an idea. But they ain't averaging twenty five points a game in game in the Big Ten. They're, not with him not not with him as their OC.
2: Their non conference is just gonna be like me in Madden 07 with Aaron Brooks and Randy Moss and the four and twelve <laughs> Oakland Raiders. It's just the Raider fade and I'm chucking <laughs> that ball. 70 yards every time that's that's what it's going to be and they better hope and pray they score 50 points a game because ethan is correct they might score 10 in big 10 play or average 10 points like they did this year who knows
1: if i'm an iowa fan i'm just so irritated at how mid these objectives yeah the
0: expectations are so garbage like they're they're fake like that's a fake expectation you know what i'm it saying is. like talk about giving like let's just give the most obtainable goal possible and set that as the bar like that's this that's the bar like aren't you supposed to go above and beyond not saying that like you give him the ultimatum of If you don't, you know, if you don't average 30 points a game and win 10 games, you're fired. Like, obviously, okay, that's kind of crazy. But you do need to see major improvement from what happened last year in order for him to stay around. And listen, he could meet both of these requirements and still get fired. Like, don't be fooled. That could definitely still happen. Alumni get enough pressure onto you, onto the program. Like, they they rely on that that money coming in from those really wealthy alum, the boosters. The school relies on that, the athletic department relies on that, and if they pull money when money starts going away, money talks. So,
1: as a fan though, I would just I agree with everything you said, Ethan. It's just so annoying to think that the rhetoric around Iowa football for years now has been they're a quarterback away from like really competing in these big 10 championship games and like mm-hmm. making them close contests as opposed to getting blown out. Yeah, And then they went out in the transfer portal and, and got the guy who they think can be that and Cade McNamara. And now to put the pressure on for performance improvement, you want to be what would have been like the 85th or 86th best scoring offense in the country last year and win seven games. Yeah, like that's the kind of team you want to be after all these years of thinking you're just an offense away.
0: And really, it, the the saddest part of it is, last year Iowa was a was a mid tier offense away from being borderline elite. In that college was an all time great defense. Their defense was unbelievable last year, and I know the numbers didn't necessarily bear that out when you look at like scoring and things like that that's because they were always on the field look at iowa's team time of possession it's dreadful all they did was punt the football so you really you know you have to take the the stats with a grain of salt and that defense was way better than what the numbers show and the numbers still show they're really good defense and they turn everyone over they make you turn the ball over so they gave their offense ample amount of opportunity. I think it was a failure on even a higher level on Ference's part, that Brian Ference, that is, on his part. It was an even greater fail- failure than what the numbers suggest.
1: I agree. So the question I want to pose then, because I think this is a very real question for the Iowa football community. Are you rooting for your Hawkeyes to – to win 10 games and compete for a big 10 championship, or do you want the Ferentz family gone so bad that you're actually hoping that they don't meet these objectives and that at least Brian is gone and possibly even Kirk?
0: No, I think if, if you can get to 10 wins, that's a huge success for Iowa. You could win. You could very easily win the West with 10 wins. I think 10 wins does win the West. So, I would say no, that I would take the 10 wins for sure, because that means you're headed absolutely in the right direction. Now you've got a lot of questions at like QB and things like that going forward, because, you know, you don't have a ton of time with Cade um, and Eric all and all that, but no, I would definitely take the 10 wins. Corey. Uh,
2: that's such a tricky situation because I, I think if you're a true fan and you're you're thinking to yourself, I want to see Iowa take it to the next level. You want Kirk Ferentz gone. And the, the trouble is is that he's like the legacy hire. He's been there for 160 years, but it hasn't been like the same success as like a Joe Paterno, right? As a guy who's been exclusively competing, or not exclusively, that's the wrong choice of word, but who's been consistently competing for national championships if this whole debacle shows me anything as a fan, it's that the Iowa decision makers are okay with this mediocrity or this this idea of like the Power 5, the non-Power 5 conferences have where once in every 5 or 6 seasons when you have a team that is full of upperclassmen and uh you know star-studded quarterback and and guys who have been playing together for years and years in the college landscape then that's your chance to maybe compete for the college football playoff it'll look a little bit different since the playoff is expanding but like that's where i see Iowa's ceiling because i remember that that year where they started i think 11 and 0 or something like that, then the bottom just fell out and they got blown out of the water in the Rose Bowl game by Christian McCaffrey and Stanford. That was the greatest Iowa football season in the past, like what, 20, 25 years? That's your ceiling. And they were nowhere close to competing for a national title. No one saw I mean, that.
0: The, the, really quick, just to, just to kind of jump into something a little bit different. We are about to see the era of there's going to be at least four teams who are almost, no, five. I'm going to put it at five. There are going to be five teams that are in the playoff once it expands to 12 teams, three out of every five years, and just never win a game. They they either win one game and then are out, Or and and these fan bases are going to lose their minds. Like we're gonna, you're gonna see a decade from now, we're gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, I am so done watching Notre Dame get into the playoff, and we know they're gonna lose." I'm just bringing up Notre Dame could get good and could be a top four team. Like I'm not, I'm not specifically singling them out, but I'm just giving an example and. We're going to see that in this upcoming playoff era, and I really do think it's going to get kind of ugly. And I say that because Iowa, if they do return to the relevancy that they have had in the West, could very much become one of those teams. And if if I'm a Hawkeye fan, the more I think about it, honestly, Alex, the more I'm like, we got to get rid of Ference now. Well, we can. Uh, Like we got to get that family out of here and we've got to, we've got to get some young, like Wisconsin just went out and got Luke fickle, you know, uh, Nebraska just went out and got Matt rule. You need that guy. Do you understand? Do you guys understand what I'm saying? Like, you need to make that splash move and go out there and get somebody who's just like, Iowa has never had the potential that it now has, you know? And, and, I, I think that would be really, really cool, like for them to become one of those teams. And I just do not see that happening with the Ferrets. So maybe I'm maybe I'm talking myself out of the 10 win season. But
1: that's man, that's where I'm yeah. at. That's that's where I'm at if I'm an Iowa fan. Like once the season actually starts and week one kicks off, I'm obviously rooting for my team to win. But in the off season, when I have a clear head and there aren't the emotions of actually watching a football game. You don't have the jersey on. (laughs) Right, exactly. I am 1,000% rooting for this team to just be absolute crap (laughs) and miss a bowl game, average 17 points a game, get Brian Ferentz out. And odds are, I think, if Brian Ferentz goes and they miss a bowl game, I think Kirk goes with them. Oh, yeah. Because you just said it, Ethan. The rest of the schools in the Big Ten West – are not sitting on their hands no. they're making moves yeah. and oh look at who's coming in the door Lincoln Riley Chip Kelly like these are up-and-coming programs and big-time head coaches that if you don't make a change very soon yeah. you're gonna get left in the dust
0: it needs in it that that program just feels like it needs an interjection of like serious energy and I know that's like the cliche and that's the whatever but you've got a coach who's been there for a thousand years His ceiling seems to be somewhere around ten wins, including a bowl game. And you just you know, with the playoff expanding, you wanna get above that. You wanna get better than that. So
2: But I don't I don't know. If
0: I'm an Iowa fan, I think that's that's kind of my mentality right now.
2: I don't think so. I
0: think I've kinda changed my mind.
2: I don't think that's how Iowa fans think. I think because there's a reason this guy has been there for thirty years. You said it first, Ethan. The money talks. And since Ferentz has been there, they've gotten enough money from their boosters to keep him there, and he's given them enough success to keep himself there. I, it, this was the biggest thing for Michigan fans with the Harbaugh thing before he finally reached his potential. It was the question of who are we going to get, okay? It's different for Michigan because they have that, like, brand, that historic, like, okay, we're competing for national championships sort of a thing at least not in my lifetime, but before that. They've had this long-standing success. Iowa's longstanding success is where they're at right now. It's this team that's going to cause some trouble. They're going to compete sometimes for a division title on the west side of the bracket. And I think fans are okay with that, the majority of fans, or at least the decision-making fans are, because why on earth would this guy still be here if they're saying, we want to take this to the next level? It's been Thirty years of this same
1: story. I think, I think he's still there because college football didn't change for a long. Yeah,
0: time. Yeah, yeah. That's that. It, see, like, that's exactly the point I was going to make, too, Alex. You're right. You're, you're spot on. I'm going to let you keep going, but that is 100 percent correct.
1: Like Iowa's style of football won a ton of games, specifically in the Big Ten. Like I actually looked it up because you were talking about like how Iowa's been this team for forever. Kirk Ferentz won a share of the Big 10 title in 2002 and 2004. So it wasn't terribly long ago that they were celebrating conference cha- championships with this guy's style of a play. A share. But now it was a share. It was a, a share, share, but there wasn't a, I didn't have a championship <laughs> game. game. <laughs> but there wasn't no championship game. Still, though. but now you've got Ohio State playing with quarterbacks like C.J. Stroud and Justin Fields. And now we've got J.J. McCarthy and Penn State's got Drew Aller. And they also have the beefy offensive lines and the good defenses yeah. that an Iowa has. So college football and the Big Ten elite have passed up that style of play, and now they have to catch up.
0: And I've said this before, Iowa's brand of football, and this is in no way, shape, or form to gloat about Michigan. It's just, it's just how I view Iowa. They're Michigan-like. I mean look at look at what they're look at literally what they are doing what they are trying to do for this upcoming season. They took Michigan's tight end and their quarterback that Michigan had all but discarded. Love you, Gabe McNamara. Thank you for what you did, but they moved on to bigger and better things with JJ McCarthy. And that's just kind of how I view Iowa. I just view them as that tier of program that's just kind of like yeah, you're there. Like, I'm not mad at you for being in the Big Ten. I've always known you to be in the Big Ten, and I, I'm glad you're here. But, like, you're just kind of there, you know? So...
2: <clears throat> well, then this will be a telltale season because I, I think what we're getting at is that Iowa is at a crossroads, and then other teams are starting to make those decisions. And I look to Wisconsin, so give a, give me a comparable team on that side of the of the conference, Wisconsin, I would argue, has a bigger brand than Iowa, and they were oh, yeah. they were way they were able to go out and get a guy like Luke Fickle, who is in the college football landscape a progressive coach, and ultimately someone who is far different than they have ever been able to get as their head yeah, coach no, their football team, no
0: doubt. Well, and Corey, that's why I used that's why I used that comparison is because they are fairly close. I mean, over the last fifteen years, Wisconsin has definitely been the superior team. But that, that is what you need to do. Correct. That you need to go out there and make a, make a play like that.
2: But I don't think Iowa can do that based off of their brand and style right. alone. That's, my, that's what I'm getting at. And that's where I'm mostly pushing that argument towards. I think Iowa fans are content, or at least the money-making decision Iowa fans are content, at least right now, because you move on from Kirk Ferentz, and I know it is the worst argument As far as the college football coaching landscape, who are you gonna get legitimately? Who are you going to attract to completely change the face of the program at Iowa? To completely Okay, but
0: really quick, can I can I call a timeout to that? Because every single year, every single year, and this will happen next season, we will be talking about two or three head coaches of much lower echelon programs who just absolutely exploded. You can Dykes. time, time out, time, Sunny Dykes. Thank you. There's one right there. A um, really quick. The, oh, of course, I can't think of his name right now. The head coach of Coastal Carolina. I can't remember oh, his name. I,
2: I know who you're talking about, but I don't know
0: his name. It, yeah. Oh, okay. There we go. Like I, I, I just you, you have to you have to think outside the box, and you you have to also understand that every year these things happen where it's like oh my gosh, this is the next up-and-coming young coach, 30-something years old, 40-something years old, and he is just like, he went to this no-name program with no-name talent and made them a 10-win team. And now or.
1: Or you go get a top level assistant and give him his first head coaching opportunity. Yeah, hundred percent. Go, go 100% give go give Garrett Riley the reins. Go give Jim Leonard the reins. You're
0: you're a Big Ten West perennial Big Ten West contender. Like don't don't feed me. You can't get a coach to come there. I, I, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not buying that. And and Corey, this isn't to like rag on you or anything like that. I just I disagree wholeheartedly with the nature of the argument because I just think that they're. There are definitely guys who you can go out there and get. Now you're not going to go out and get Sunny Dykes. I, I think TCU is a better job than Iowa, but I, I'm just I'm just saying that, that that is the line of thinking that I would have as an Iowa fan, and that I do I think you truly are, especially even with the interactions that we have had with Iowa fans, uh, you know, through the podcast and things like that. I I think they're getting real fed up, sure, and, and it's happening fast.
2: I'll say one one more thing and then I'm done. I think I and I'm changing the argument a little bit. Okay, I see what you're saying, I get it. I still disagree because I think Iowa fans are scared they're going to be the Nebraska in the Scott Frost era if they move on from Kirk Ferentz who was able to give them that success that they want. That's my opinion. I could be wrong. But there's a reason they haven't made this change yet. Has the game changed? Yes, it has. But clearly nobody has come in and made a decision stepped in and say that offense was unacceptable you have to get rid of your kid because they have allowed this deal to go through at least for one more year so to me that tells me they're not ready to make that decision yet
1: maybe they're not but we'll see it will be uh it will be fun to track the Iowa offensive stats this year <laughs> given <laughs> we're, what we we're all gonna know have a about rolling the ticker
0: we're gonna have a rolling ticker. Is is Brian Ferentz meeting his contract obligation?
1: Can we have a
2: graphic on on oh the on God. the page?
0: A sicko graphic? Well, well, no, no, no. We'll yes. just send it. We're just gonna send sickos football going to send ball, baby. We're gonna send this to the sickos committee. We're gonna send this idea to them and just oh. be like, you guys have to track this week by week. And
2: I'm sure they already their have stuff. it. I'll have to. I'll have, to, I'll have to, I need to like subscribe and become a sicko because you can do that. Like there's a, they have like the, the top 25 where people vote. I need to be in that. And I need to
0: vote. (laughs) Sickles committee. committee. We, we look at your stuff all the time. I'm going to DM
2: them. We got to follow them. The,
1: the big show has to follow (laughs) them. Oh, we do. Yeah. I was going to
0: say, we definitely do. I see their stuff.
1: (laughs) Um, all right. So moving on from Iowa, uh, Maybe two weeks ago, 24-7 sports put out projected win totals for Big Ten teams for 2023. Way too early projections, but honestly, this stuff is just too fun to talk about. I love talking about projected win totals, and I'm not going to lie to you and blow smoke and say I've dissected every team's schedule because that's something we'll probably do in August. But some of these numbers even just on the surface they they stick out to you about what four seven and and what Vegas believes about these teams going into the year so
0: let me guess i'll start off ohio state's over under is 11 and a half
1: <laughs> you are very
0: close oh my gosh you are very close oh my gosh they have no they nobody knows who their quarterback is
1: That's what I'm saying, man. I've read some of these numbers, and I was just like It doesn't matter
0: matter who's throwing them the football because they have the best wide receivers ever created. So there you go. That's That's true.
1: So let's start off at the bottom, maybe get a quick reaction of like gut over-unders, and I've got all the schedules pulled up too. Okay, so start with Northwestern
0: because we know they're the lowest.
1: Two and a half.
0: (laughs) I'm going to guess three. I'm going to guess three.
2: It is three and oh, a half. Gosh. Oh, gosh. Three and hammer a half is under. Under, 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 no, under, under. No, under. no, there needs to be no analysis. Under.
0: I have, okay, I have looked at Northwestern's schedule just because I am a sicko. If they win four games, if they win four games, I'd be like, wow, I, I'm kind of impressed that they won four games. The recruiting is garbage. The returning class, Garbage. They are going to be a holy dumpster fire. I'm, I'm telling you, under. Is there, instant reaction. Is there,
1: any, is there any concern that they are going to do what they've oh, done in the past?
0: You said this last year. Stop. Stop. Stop believing in Northwestern. This, stop.
2: This is right where they, they want us to think they are.
0: Exactly. But it's not going to yeah. happen. Who, they're, they're horrible. Like, who's... Who's Northwestern's head coach?
1: Pat Fitzgerald. Under. I'm probably going to lean under too. As much as I was on their bandwagon last year, they won the guy got one game. got a
0: Northwestern game. shirt from his dad. I did get a Northwestern one. If a you're a game, Northwestern fan, you hate Alex. He cursed your program. He called, <laughs> he called the, like, oh my gosh, Pat Fitzgerald, like, he's got to turn it around. How is he going to do this? And then, like, they end up having this, like, eight-win season. And yep. it was an absolute dubster fight. You have to blame Alex. It's his fault. Hey, it's 100% his fault.
2: Shout out their basketball team because they're picking up a lot of slack from where their football team just absolutely crapped the bed this season. This is the
0: best basketball team Northwestern has ever had. No, uh, well, yeah.
2: they made that tur- the tournament run the one year.
1: Yeah, but I think this team. Yeah, this defend. team's better. North, Northwestern, Northwestern football had to die so that Northwestern and, basketball. And Boo Boo yeah. is legit. I, that's how you pronounce his name, right? Boo Boo. Their,
0: their basketball team is a legit like Sweet 16 contender, like second weekend contender.
1: I agree. Yeah. Their their football team, not so much. <laughs>
0: Sweet 16 okay, points, team. maybe. Who, next team. Who
1: do, you, who do you think is next?
0: Oh, okay. Purdue. Next is going to be Oh, no, Rut- no, no,
1: Indiana. Indiana.
0: Oh. Oh, India. Yes. Yes. Agree. Agree. What's what's the number? The number is four. Yeah. And a half.
1: Four. Four? Uh, you had it the first time. The okay. number is four for Indiana.
2: Uh-huh. Ooh, Corey's first push.
0: <laughs> they also open. <laughs> the infamous Corey push. <laughs> of course.
1: They also open the year with Ohio State. Oh, they're going to show that game <sighs> to the children.
0: Oh no, this is no, all right, sickos committee, get on that one. The, the spread of that game, I'm dead serious. Listen to me, I am not kidding. The spread of that game, they're opening as a conference game, I guarantee you it's over 40 points. With, guarantee
2: with the no, it's
0: Ohio State minus like 42 and a half.
2: No idea oh, the starting core. I mean, yes, I, I agree,
0: but there, still, oh, what I could be throwing to those receivers against Indiana. That's not a joke. No, no, you can't. I promise you. Yeah, I can throw bubble screens to Marvin Harrison and let him run ninety yards for a touchdown. Okay, that's that. the, That's
2: the one. And then when they start stacking, never mind. I'm I'm having flashbacks okay, of high school anyways. football where I got benched as a quarterback and I could not read a defense <laughs> whatsoever. I'm a horrible athlete. Why did that? Oh gosh.
0: Listen, I, I'm, I'm
1: I'm definitely choosing the under for Indiana. Looking yeah. at their schedule, yeah, their
0: their schedule even, is brutal. Even I just brought they it only up. have yeah. like
1: two cupcakes. They only have two cupcakes in yeah. Indiana State and Akron. Yep, the rest of their games are like no all matter. losable.
0: Literally, they have ten losable games on their schedule. That is not a joke, people. No, and the roster got worse. The roster is getting worse than it was last year.
2: I'd be interested to see. That quarterback who tore his ACL. I can't remember
0: his name. If he comes back, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, he was I a pretty
2: electric player. He was actually
0: pretty good. Yeah, he was actually pretty good. If, that's, he, that's if good he's
2: back and healthy,
1: chance you can go. They over. could win four. You could win four. They could win four. Is he the kid who who had a couple of nice moments against Ohio State last year?
0: Mm, I don't think so.
1: Wait, I thought the kid who tore his ACL is transferring. They had three quarterbacks transferred. The guy who tore his ACL is transferring.
2: This is bad. We need to be up to date with this.
0: Yeah, yikes! Way to ha- way to have us prepared, Alex. Goodness gracious! You're the He's editor to... of
2: this. Jeez. Yeah. Good grief! <laughs> <so> <laughs>
1: it's not my job to know the? <laughs> okay, first under we all said under
0: we all said under. Let's go.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> next team up.
0: Rutgers, Rutgers football. football. The number is wait, 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 slightly wait wait it's going to be four and a half.
1: Ding 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 ding! We have a winner. Rutgers football win total set at four and a half right now. Uh, they have some softies on here. They play Wagner. Over. They play Temple. They play Northwestern. They play Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is trash. They, they literally have to ACC win. They, liter- they literally have to
0: win one non-cupcake game. One to go over. Yeah, one. I think I'm taking the over. Yep, I am. I want over. to believe they're going to win five.
1: I want to believe in Rutgers football. I, I
0: honestly, I honestly could see them getting to six. Looking at their schedule, they could get to six. They could win six. I wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, Rutgers made a bowl game. Like it would not surprise me. That would be awesome, bro.
1: If Rutgers made a bowl
0: game, they ma-
2: they made fun. one on a technicality in the COVID year. That was fun. Yeah
1: they did and that was freaking awesome until did they played the a game Corey... Did they win no they got they no no. <laughs> no no they did not win the game
0: <laughs> clearly i didn't watch
1: yeah but i uh are you are you saying over i, under, I, I, well, I you want, said you want I to i want believe. to
2: believe in rutgers football and honestly they they looked pretty good in the non-conference last year so i'm hoping that that carries over greg Schiano is probably and this isn't saying much the best coach that they've had since Greg Schiano since Greg Schiano uh, so you know if they don't win 6 with Greg Schiano <laughs> that's
0: tough he yeah. runs a good program no. like he like all jokes aside like he he's a level-headed like understands football guy at least he's not like a doofus so
1: they have that going. For yeah, Ru- them. yeah, Rutgers is one of those where you can use the argument of like who you going to get cuz like nobody wants to go. Can
2: they there. just can they yeah. just have a year where they like beat Ohio State, you know, because Shiano's the, an Ohio State guy. I'm just no, hear me out, hear me out because Michigan already l- let me dream, okay? Cuz Michigan in those down years, they already had Rutgers embarrass them on in their building. I think I think Rutgers beat michigan for their first big 10 win i think i think that was the mm-hmm. case
0: they did what? they did they did yeah when did. when
2: can rutgers beat somebody that they shouldn't that isn't michigan in football that's what i want to see i mean michigan michigan was horrible yeah
1: i was gonna they say Michigan. Was they were literally bad.
0: trash they were bad
1: all right so uh, so we all took the
0: over cory hasn't picked
1: i'm over all right over Oh good. You're backing up your belief. Next up on the list, big red, the Corn Huskers of Nebraska. And they they are
0: up. at five and a half.
1: On the money. Five and a half That's is where Nebraska I
0: am sits. crushing right now.
1: Is is so Matt Rule, the goal is a bowl. Is that um is that the one of the lines
2: where like Vegas is begging you to take the over because you got that yeah. Rule, the trendy new hire? It can't be as bad as it was before. Is that one of those? Is that one of those, Ethan? Well,
0: and and way harder to, way harder to turn around than the Wisconsin situation. Wisconsin is going to be so much easier of a turnaround than the disaster at Nebraska. Like, Wisconsin wasn't an absolute disaster. They had a down year, for sure. But for Nebraska, it was, like, years and years and years of, like, please help us. Um, you Corey, probably
1: have Corey, two that's a or great, three.
0: That's a great question about it being a trap. And I don't have their schedule in front of me. I definitely – but this is supposed to be knee-jerk reaction. So my knee-jerk reaction – is I'm going to take under. I think they win five. It's going to be under.
1: I'm looking at their schedule. They have probably two or three gimmies. But I think overall, the talent level is going to be pretty similar to last year. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to rely on Matt Rule doing a lot with a little, which he can do. But even when he was at, like, Temple and Baylor and stuff, it, it, it took a year or two. So... I'm also going to take the under. Highlight, though, a really fun game to watch. Week two for Nebraska, traveling to Deion Sanders in
0: Colorado. <laughs> That'll be a really
1: cool game. That's going to be awesome. Nice. Yep, a renewed rivalry. That'll be an awesome What game. did we say yeah.
2: all of last year, though? Because we were talking about that Nebraska had the talent to compete. They just didn't have the coaching to get it done. If, if they have the same talent level with a competent football coach, I think you can get to that over mark.
1: I think this is, I don't want to concern for me. The concern for me is the talent level in the trenches
0: and the defense, not
1: the core. I believe yeah. they'll have talent at QB and running back. Yeah, and receiver, they, they have
0: no O line. They have no D line. Uh, they lost their best. They lost their best defensive player. He transferred to Michigan. So I, I, I no. Where's I'm going to go under
2: where's the coin. I got to find no, the coin. No, no,
0: no, 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 no. Just need your <laughs> it's reaction. Come on. It's I'm back. going over. I'm going over. <laughs> oh, us... uh, while we're
2: going through these, I want you to find the coin. I please. The coin has probably been spent. I don't know. Wait.
1: Okay, you go to the next one. We don't have time for this. So Corey's over. I'm under. Ethan's under, too. All right, next one on the list. The Illinois fighting Illini. Trying to... Repeat a spectacular season last year, although they came up probably a little bit short of uh, what they spectacular. could have done, which is make- yeah.
0: came up yeah, short yeah, of spectacular. Yeah.
1: But they did good,
0: really good season, very good season,
1: a really good building year for them. So, what do you think the lines at?
0: I'm going to say it's right at six. I'm going to say this line is right at six.
1: Ethan, just just go to Vegas and just put all your money on black. <laughs>
0: Listen, Illinois I, I know way too much about sports betting. It's, it's scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but you're good at it, so that helps. Yeah, they're sitting at six. I think uh, – oh, Corey found the coin. Or he found it's, a coin. It's, I don't no, know it's I, I think coin. it is the
2: coin because it's an Indiana State coin. So it's the coin.
1: Let's go. Uh, sitting at six – I feel like it's kind of hard for me to have a knee-jerk reaction because I feel like six is the perfect number for them. Yeah. Like, a quarterback switch, you're losing your running back who was one of the best runners, the most productive runners in the country last year. You're losing multiple defensive playmakers in the secondary.
0: But That 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 defense is turning out some nasty secondary players. Listen, I'm a Lions fan. Thank you for Kirby Joseph. Like,
1: and Weatherspoon or Witherspoon?
0: Yeah, I mean that that defense, man, they were so good. I, I don't know. I'm so tempted to say over because I want them to like stay relevant, but I'm gonna say under.
2: Under. We will not know the impact of losing that many pieces on both sides of the ball until we see it live and in person. You you lost a Heisman Trophy candidate running back. And an experienced quarterback, and many key pieces on defense. I, I think Belham is a good coach, but e- even the best coaches have years where it's like, oh, this is going to be a tough one.
0: Yeah, they just had a great year, a, a really, really good year. I, I do think it's under. I'm going to say under.
1: I think I'm going to go under as well. The reason being, I'm looking at their schedule. A lot of their like 50 50 games are on the road like they travel to iowa they travel to minnesota they travel to maryland like those are games that if they were at home i'd probably be on the over side of six but their home games are either ones that you're like oh there's no way they're winning that or their games that they're gimme's so those 50 50 games are going to hurt them i think and i'll take the under two next team on the list I i want you guys to guess this one this next team on this list.
0: Okay. okay. I'm, I'm going to guess that it is. We were just at Illinois and they were at Purdue. Michigan state, Michigan state. Purdue. You're actually both right. They have the same exact. number. Oh, oh and let's, I thought... go. <laughs> let's go. And the number, the number is, Oh, is it six and a half or six seven? Is it six and a half? Six and a half. I am going to, I'm, I'm going to say that it is, it is six and a half.
1: It is six and a half. Yep,
0: it is six and a half. Come on, uh, baby. Let's go. Let's start with Purdue. Um, uh, I mean, uh, well, yeah. under. It's supposed to be knee-jerk reaction. This I can absolutely give you a knee-jerk reaction on this one. Under. They are not. Purdue might win four games.
2: Oh, no. It's going to be under. under it's going to be under, but it's going to be closer. Hudson Carr is not like this – Hudson Carr is this a is good. This is your
0: team, and you're taking the under. You're pathetic. Uh, no, pathetic. I'm gonna
2: pick a new team because
1: you're pathetic. pathetic. You're a, a, Pathetic. A, you're you know what, pathetic. shut
2: your mouth. The whole year, I said, "Can that be our new thing? No. Can that be
0: our new thing?" No. You're pathetic. No no,
2: no, 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 no. I'm not taking any crap for this because the whole, the entire year, when Alex picked Northwestern and Ethan picked Nebraska, I'm sitting here, despite all of the headaches and head-scratchers that Purdue football put, and they made it. They made it to where I said they were going to make it, okay, and I had but just, you to say, shut up, shut up. No, I don't want to hear it from you. You're pathetic. So pick them again, No, then. I can't. So pick them I again. I can't, because they literally lost everything that made them good except Maccabi. and Maccabi will be a player that you can build off of. This is going to be their down year, but I don't think it's going to be as bottom-falling out as people think. They're definitely not going to get over can tell you that but they're gonna finish with this five feels, or six wins they
0: they're on, the like they on the
2: cusp of a ball it, it does feel
0: this it feels, does feel pretty easy which is scary feels, which is very yeah, it, scary
1: it feels suspiciously easy because they went eight and six last year yeah. with Aiden O'Connell and Charlie Jones and, and
0: yeah. uh Durham
1: and Payne Durham they lose all three of those guys and
0: now they have a new head coach
1: and now they have a new head coach so like but i think the running back and quarterback
2: position helps them get to that number
0: their line play is garbanzo
2: okay well they play against freaking indiana and all the other bad teams in the west
0: okay i i'm just it, do, you're but right I'm you're right alex it, under. it feels easy but i'm just going to let it be easy this time i'm just going to take the under and walk away i am
1: too I am too. I'm clicking the easy button on Purdue and going under. Uh, Corey, you were under I was
2: too, under, right but it's barely. not gonna be like it's gonna make you sweat.
0: You're pathetic.
2: You're you're, you're pathetic. pathetic. I know th- I know the <laughs> boilermakers,
1: okay? All right. If I'm a Michigan State fan, I am very nervous to see that my team has the same line as Purdue, who's going through a QB change, <clears throat> a wide receiver one change, a coaching change and I'm at the same win total? They play on the, they play in the
0: East. That's, yeah, that's... It, I, I, I was going to bring up the same point. It's completely different. It is You could not have more different six-and-a-halves than Michigan State and Purdue. Like, the teams that Michigan State has to play in Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State, like, right there is yikes. So... I – oh, man. Oh, I want want to take the under, but I'm not going to. I'm going to – I just – it feels – You're not? No, it feels so – I I believe in Mel Tucker way more than you guys do. Yeah. They play Washington in the non-conference. Oh, that's like – Three and a half guaranteed losses on their schedule.
1: Joe me, Joe me, to read through their
0: schedule. No, no been, this jerk. is supposed to be knee-jerk. Knee jerk. Knee-jerk reaction. You said that. And now you're the one looking at the schedule the whole time.
2: You're pathetic. Okay. You're pathetic.
0: You're pathetic. Uh oh my gosh. I'm oh I'm gonna take the over. Oh, I'm oh. so sick to my stomach. Oh. I'm so sick. So, I okay. I'm it's so not. So it's not that They're I gonna win three games. They're gonna win
2: three games. It's not that I don't believe in Mel Tucker. It's that they have a glaring problem and they do nothing to address it. Have they done anything with the secondary again? No. no. So why on earth? I'm not gonna. I, not that I
1: know. Have, a, we you literally know have. You literally
2: have one problem that could give you two. No. With, no okay. One glaring problem that could fix two wins on your schedule and you have done nothing to address it. The Michigan State secondary has been bad for now two seasons and it's going to be a third. I'm taking the under for that reason alone. Has nothing to do with my dislike for Peyton Thorne. Has nothing to do with my dislike for Michigan State. Has nothing to do with my dislike for Mel Tucker. It is they have a glaring issue and they have done nothing to address it. Under. Easy.
0: This is this is the one I feel the least confident about so far, for sure. But I, I just I just have this feeling that like somehow at the end of the season, bowl game is over. Michigan State has eight wins. Knee
2: jerk reaction: Pennix is going to throw for six touchdowns against Michigan State in their oh, building. Dude,
0: that's a bad. You want to talk about a bad matchup? Oh, sick! And it's to start the it's to start the year. Ugh. He's going to
2: throw six touchdowns. Write it down. Send it to him. Penix should
0: just go straight into the NFL after that mission. He's State just going to
2: go Bleh, and it's sixty-yard bow
0: and don't play another game in college. Play Michigan State and then just, just go rest, to the NFL. Rest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to your
1: point about their piss poor secondary, here are some of the quarterbacks that Michigan State plays next year: oh, no. Michael Penix Jr., oh. Talia Takayloa, oh. Cade. Cade McNamara, JJ oh. McCarthy, oh. uh, Casey Thompson at Nebraska, whoever Ohio State oh, throws yeah, out there, that's... and Drew Aller at. We don't Penn State. know
2: anything about Drew Aller, though.
1: Oh come on!
2: That's okay, like, fine. You okay. know That's be nasty. fine. That's fine. You know what? I'm. That it's makes me. Mad. That is a biased remark. I apologize. I retract.
0: <laughs> we don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than the fact that he was like the number one or two recruited quarterback in the country Tate, yeah, Tate exactly. Martell
2: was pretty highly recruited. I don't know.
0: Uh,
1: I'm going, <coughs> I'm so sorry. I'm getting over <laughs> being sick and I have the worst scratch in my throat right now. So I'm going to sound like I'm coughing up a lung, but I'm going under on Michigan state. If, it, uh, if that wasn't obvious. I uh, uh, next I'm right. going to be
0: so sad to be on that island. <laughs> I already know it. I want it marked down like Ethan took over, almost threw up. That doesn't that doesn't we'll count. That's either again.
1: a W or an L, my friend. We'll be able to pick these again in August, don't worry. Uh Minnesota is next at seven and a half. Why are you giving
0: us the number? Part of the fun has been us guessing. Oh,
2: you idiot.
0: I'm so You're sorry. Pathetic. You're pathetic. I'm I'm pathetic.
1: All right. Okay. Seven and a half. Here we go.
2: Makes no sense whatsoever, but I, I am, I am the number one Kilimanjaro fan. I don't, my pick for the big 10 West next year, Minnesota. I'm calling it right now in fricking on February 28th. The day that we're recording this Minnesota over, I don't care. They lost Muhammad. They've got Kilimanjaro, and then I believe they have their number one wide receiver target who tore his ACL. He was a draft prospect. I don't know if he declared. I believe he's coming back
1: though. Even if he's not. Yeah. Wow, you should know that. You should know that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well,
2: my uh, my information guy didn't give me that information, so whatever.
0: Corey, um, you're a bad man. I'm riding with you, baby. Let's go, Minnesota over. Minnesota's going to win nine games. Row the boat.
2: Row the boat. Row the boat. Nine
1: games. Hey, hey boys. Hey, boys. Make some room (gasps) on that boat. Let's go. Make some room on that boat. (laughs) Let's row, baby. Let's row. We just bought
2: ourselves some gopher fans for the podcast.
0: We just bought ourselves a three-person rowboat. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we did. Can we get – No, this is what we need.
2: Can we get – Minnesota Golden Gophers crew t-shirts for the season. Oh, Can we yes. please? Because that would be tight. <laughs> I need to look those up.
0: And the three of us go to a game and wear those t-shirts with a tie underneath, like, like uh, what's his name always does? PJ Fleck with the tie under the shirt, like PJ Fleck always does. And we wear Minnesota crew. T-shirts over Bro, it. I'm looking and then, right now. Then go. go to the game. I'm
2: looking right now.
1: <laughs> that's that's our best idea yet. That's our
0: best. idea. Okay, yet. so we're all over for Minnesota.
1: Oh, we are all over
0: Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I, I'm Not telling you, I, I just I feel like PJ Fleck has just kind of been like meandering, but I honestly think they're due for a break. He's a good coach, man. It's a really good coach. I believe you. I believe you. I just. All yeah. right.
1: Uh, let's go on to the next one. Maryland
0: sitting at. They are sitting at. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Minnesota was at seven and a half, correct? Yeah. Maryland is also at seven and a half. Gotta be. Bro, oh, yeah. let's go. They're not at eight. Uh, get out of here. They're not at eight.
1: <laughs> Maryland is also at seven and a half. Yeah, they uh, play in the
0: East. I'm sorry, and the answer is under. It's they're going to win seven games. Wait, this includes bowl games. I do have to keep that in mind. I'm going over, and I'm going over. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going over. Win seven I'm going gates.
1: over for the regular season. Whoa, whoa! All right, so, whoa. Whoa. so now you're going to
2: get it. You're going to get it wrong if that doesn't happen. Then you can't. You can't get the over.
0: No, incorrect. He won't, but it's a bold statement. I like the boldness.
2: Yeah, but no, no, but no. no. I don't know. and no, then no. If we're using this for an official count, no, I don't want. I
0: don't want this to go. Oh, Corey, you don't understand how over unders work, so just shut up.
2: I do know. Corey,
0: you're a butthole. <laughs> I'm pathetic. You're pathetic. Beat you to you're it. Pathetic. Beat you to it, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> I'm gonna. Take, I think they win seven regular season games, and I. I think they do win their bowl game. I'm gonna give them eight.
2: If they don't win,
0: eight. With oh, it's a failure. Third, it's well,
2: easy. and they're never going to do it, or they're not going to do it for the next four seasons.
0: Yeah, sorry. I yeah, won. yeah. Like, uh, I mean, to lay a non conference,
1: their non conference is so soft. So They'll bad. go three and oh. There, I mean, that's three wins easy. And uh, can, I'm telling you, I they're, they're gonna they upset get five somebody the rest of the way. They're gonna upset somebody, bro. Okay, I know we're not going over schedules. Can I please say they're they're
0: no? Scheduled? Oh, fine. Well, yes, because we all already picked. So, yes. Go, 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 go quickly. The people are okay. listening.
1: Non-conference, they'll go 3-0. They're cupcakes. So, in order to get over, they would need five more games. They play MSU, Indiana. Win. Ohio State. Loss. Illinois. Uh, win. Northwestern. Win.
0: Penn State. Loss. Nebraska. Wait. Do they play Penn State at home? Uh, Yes. Win.
1: Nebraska. Win. Michigan. Loss. Rutgers. Win. Bro, that's easy eight. Let's go. Actually, I think you got him to nine. I, did I think you have him at nine.
0: But I gave him Penn State, so. <laughs> you I did. you feeling, did. That's I true. Let's
1: feel a little saucy. That's a bit of a gift. Let's feel a little that's saucy. That's a bit of a gift. No, that's I would okay, That's my upset pick of the year actually. Okay, shut up. Bro, you're just copying Ethan now.
2: How did I copy
1: Ethan? You're I was the one who I was
2: the declared pathetic. Minnesota as my West champion. So shut your mouth. I'm over here looking for Minnesota rowing t-shirts and you guys are making fun of me. I found some. So chill out.
0: They're called they're called Minnesota Crew T shirts. So relax. Well,
2: the one that I see on the official bookstore is Minnesota Rowing. So shut your mouth.
0: And we need it to be a we need it to be a sweater so we can wear a tie under it.
2: Okay, I'm going to have to contact the, the coach. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, all right. We all we okay. So we all picked that one. So yes. we no Corey Next. Corey didn't pick. I picked Corey over. Pick. Oh, he said okay. over. Back-to-back back all overs. So
1: let's go. Um, next team, Iowa. <laughs> Ethan doesn't
0: even need to see it under. No. Well, the number. What's the line? Yeah, the number. Oh, my gosh. They're, eight they're and a in half. the West. No, no. Stop right now. No. They're in the West. They're in the West. If it's not eight and a half, seven and a half. They are bumped up to eight. Wow. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. I think I'm taking the honestly, I think they'll get eight wins. So I'm pulling a Corey. I'm calling a push here.
0: Really? Yes, I, I I yeah. I I mean Cade McNamara and Eric all don't fix the fact that Ference is still your offensive coordinator under I, I, I think think there's a possibility. I, I mean, there's a possibility that you definitely get to eight. But I'm not going to pick a push. And if I think you're going over or under eight, I think you're going under before you go over for sure. So I'm going to take the under. And I could eat my words. I mean, they could end up winning nine games or ten games and winning the West. But I, as of I will right
1: add, now, under. Yeah, I will add with my push, if I had to pick over, under, gun to my head head i'm actually picking over for iowa oh wow
0: okay wow really all right so She's here we go nine? you think they're more likely
2: to get to nine than they are seven here we go since i can't copy anybody anymore you picked over ethan picked under i'm taking the push because i haven't done that yet and that for no he picked he picked push he took no push. he just said gun to his head i'm not doing anything gun to my head and i have to pick over or under i guess i'm dead because i'm sticking with the push
0: Gosh. You're pathetic.
2: No, I'm dead.
0: Corey's <laughs> gone. That's what I'm saying as I stand over his corpse. You're, you're pathetic. You're pathetic.
1: <laughs> Ethan's the one who had the gun to his head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you took over for Iowa, I would be pulling the trigger. So, whoa,
1: whoa. Ooh, hey, easy. we'll see.
0: We'll see. Uh,
1: next team on the list, Wisconsin.
0: The Ur- Okay, so Wisconsin's over-under, also in the West.
2: That's the eight-and-a-half wow. number,
0: because it's going eight. up. It's
1: going up. It's eight-and-a-half. What? Eight. No! It's eight. Trust the master. Trust eight. the master.
0: Eight. eight.
1: You guys go first. You guys go first, because I have a hot
0: take. I also have a hot take. It's over. They're going to win 10 games. They're going to win 10. I don't, I, don't, I don't think that's that hot of a take.
2: I feel like, I feel like this is the right situation. They're going to go over. Maybe not 10, but they're going to go over.
0: Oh, so okay, the, you ready, exactly for nine, You're ready for this?
1: They got, they got one of the best running backs in the
2: country. They have, I guess, a competitive quarterback room now,
1: and then they still have the remnants of – Alex yep. is about
0: to say that they run the table in the West. You yes. ready for
1: this? You think 10 wins is a hot take? They will enter the Big Ten championship Undefeated. game
0: 11-1. Oh. With their one loss being to Ohio, Ohio State. State. Yeah.
1: Okay. They avoid Michigan and Penn State in the crossover. Ooh. Hey,
0: you want to talk about a team that could be <clears throat> could be an extra loss for Penn for Ohio State this year? Circle that one on the calendars, folks. Oh yeah, that's the circle Luke that. And I, I don't care game. where it gets played. Yep, I don't care where it gets played. OSU or Wisconsin, I do not care. You know, what? you better have that game circle.
2: We need to have more people in this conference hating Ohio State with a burning passion. I like this. I like
0: this. Yeah. Wisconsin fans do not hate Ohio State. Well,
2: well, <laughs> no. they don't, but Luke Fickle sure probably doesn't like them very much. It's
0: really, it's really funny because I remember um, BTN did their tailgate thing at the Ohio State-Wisconsin game one year, and I was watching it, and I was like, why are, they, why are these people getting along? Like, all these people in the, at, at the tailgate, they're all, like, getting along. And it's Ohio State fans and Wisconsin fans. I'm like, ah, what am I watching? It, it was disgusting. But they don't hate Ohio right. State, so. <laughs> Next team, Penn State, and their over under is, uh, nine, and a half. Yeah, I'm not surprised. That's nine and a half.
1: Yeah, I am very nervous. Because this is the, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. This is the fifth team in a row I'm picking the over
0: on. Oh, boy.
1: I don't know if the math is checking out. It's but not. I'm going over on Penn State. <laughs> it's, it's definitely not. not.
2: It's definitely not. <laughs> it's not. But I,
1: picked, I picked so many unders early on, though. So, But I have Penn State going over. I, Corey and I talked about this on the last episode. I truly believe there's a very, very, very real chance that Penn State finishes second in the Big Ten East and Ohio State ends up third.
0: Yeah, I I would agree with that. I think Michigan has defined themselves as the cream of the crop in the East for now. Um, And both of these teams are going to be coming in with new quarterbacks. I mean, I'm sure they're one, if not both of them, are going to be great, so... Um, but I am going to take. Uh, it includes it includes the postseason, so I am going to I'm going to take the over for Penn State. I do think they get to ten, so I'll go over.
2: I don't want to agree with you guys, but I feel like I kind of have to. I don't. Yeah.
0: I don't like it, but I mean,
2: now we're now we're playing the I numbers game, be- and I feel like yeah, the numbers the numbers do show. Pretty favorably, that Penn State's going to get the 10. So the,
0: I'll, I'll give you guys, okay, I'm going to break this down Vegas style for you, like just as a little appetizer, right? So they do it to me Vegas style. So they are taking the Michigan and the Ohio State game and they're saying loss for Penn State, essentially, is what they're doing. And then they're giving you the rest of their schedule and parking it in front of your face and saying, okay, they can lose one more of these games, and then they must win their bowl game. Is that going to happen? You pick yes. So sir. if you have
1: if you have Maryland upsetting them, don't wouldn't that put you that would be that would category? so that would
0: be the other loss, and then I think they win their bowl game to get them over. Okay, so they would okay. be ten and gotcha. three. Gotcha. Yeah. So same
1: thing as this year because they went ten and three this year, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: So a repeat performance from from last year. Even though I, I really do think that there's and, and all kidding aside with the whole Maryland thing and everything, like I do think there's a legitimate chance that they they could win like eleven games. <clears throat> so I agree. I, I agree. could see them going eleven and two. So I, I just you know when I look at Penn State, I, I think that they're I like the over. I do. I like it at ten. We all do. We all like the over.
1: Uh, all right, last two teams. Let's go to the Ohio State Buckeyes. What is the? I think you actually already predicted the line before we even started. Yeah, right? I did. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's eleven. It's I was going
0: to say, I was like, I think I said, I said it right away.
1: <clears throat> you did, yeah. It is at eleven, which I'm going to be honest, this line surprises me. Like I know they're going to have a ton of talent, like always,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but. I I honestly expected this to be ten and a half.
0: Yeah, well, no, Vegas is never going to give you that third game. That's the thing; like, they're never going to split it at the third game. So basically, if you if you take the over, you're getting, like, you're getting it at ten, or I'm sorry, you're getting it at eleven. Like the uh, over hits at eleven, they're not going to give that to you. They're going to make you they're going to make you pick it at the eleven because that's where they really think that they will end up. So with like a loss to Michigan and then either a loss in their bowl game or a loss in the playoff or a different big 10 loss. Um, And for me, I really strongly believe this. I think that, and I've talked to you guys about it, and we're going to continue to talk about it more and more and more as the season draws closer. And I could definitely change my mind by that time, but, I think this is a, a year where you could see Ohio State lose three games. And, it, I mean, like, major, major panic button style, possibly four. I do think I, – I know that sounds crazy, and I know it's like that just doesn't ever happen to Ohio State, but you're losing, you're losing C.J. Stroud for the first time. You don't have, like, an already established quarterback taking over for your previous quarterback. For the first time in a long time, so I, I just think that 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 scares me a little bit. So I'm I'm going to take the under. Uh, if you're giving it to me at 11, I love that, and I will take the under.
2: Oh, I don't know what to ever do. Pretty sure,
0: pretty sure they play a tough, at least one tough non-conference. Notre Dame
2: on well. the road, they play.
0: Yeah, and Notre Dame finished out the season really well last year. In case you guys weren't watching college in a, football,
2: in a in a, in a quarterback who's never started ever
0: his first road game on the road your first road game is that you you never want to be like you never want to be like week one of the college football season and then they can't and then and then get this so with that number being at 11 if they lose that notre dame game they can't lose more than just to michigan like It has to be just, uh, no, I'm under. That's even more of a reason for me to take the under.
2: Corey? You never want to be like Ohio State's, or any college football team's season is going to be defined by their week one outcome, and I think truly it's going to be defined for Ohio State because there's this big question mark at the quarterback position for the first time in a long time. Um, That being said, I think, If you had to write off a year where Ohio State is going to come into the game with a loss, it'd be this year. I think they're going to slip up somewhere along the way. And I'm very well Michigan could do the same thing, and honestly probably are going to do the same thing. Um, Under. I don't feel great about it, but under.
1: Uh, I'm going to do the same thing. Um, And it's not because I'm a Michigan (laughs) fan. It is not because they're – undergoing and undergoing a quarterback switch it's because they're losing multiple nfl draft picks along the offensive line yep and one along the defensive line in zach harrison Yep, that's an area where they've struggled in the past two years and there's not really a reason to expect that they would get better after losing those guys not that there's a lack of talent in the building they
0: have good recruits coming in this year for the o-line but like you year one as a freshman you are never expected in college football to step in and be like a full-time starter. That's just not
1: exactly. So And Penn state and Michigan, both had the exact opposite happen where their NFL linemen decided to come back. Mm -hmm. So it's an automatic disadvantage for them in the trenches.
0: Um, So I have, I have the under on Ohio state.
1: And despite the score
0: of the Penn state, Ohio state game, the way it ended last year, Penn state was in that game the entire time. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, yep. one 100%. defensive player took over that entire game. So yes, absolutely.
1: All right, last team on the docket, the reigning back-to-back
0: Big Ten champs, uh, the Michigan, the Michigan Wolverines. Man, oh man, are they at? Are they? Would they put them a half game above? Ohio? no, they're at eleven. They wouldn't put them ahead. They'd put them at the same.
1: They're at 11. Yep, they're yep. at 11. You are correct. Um, if you hear high pitched squeaking in the back, my dog is dreaming right now. So that's what that is. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over. This team, out of all the teams in college football, they returned the third most production. Mm-hmm. Third most on a team that ran the table on their way to the college football playoff. <clears throat> I'm with Corey. I think, you know, if, you're t- if odds are they probably slip up once, and I actually think it's more likely to be a team that they shouldn't slip up against than a team that they should, like a Penn State or Ohio State. But just me personally, I think that's how it will happen. But if I'm having to pick one or the other because they're sitting right at 11, I'm picking the over.
0: If there was ever a chance for Michigan to do the absolute unthinkable – and do it the year before the college football playoff expands, this would be the year that Michigan could, I and I, I truly do believe that they have the potential, especially with what some of the high-tier teams are dealing with as far as turnover in the SEC goes, that Michigan has a chance to not only run the table in the regular season but be the number one seed going into the college football playoff and be an undefeated national champion. I truly do believe that they have, like, and and what are the odds of that happening? Probably, like, 15, somewhere between 15 and, like, 25%. But I do think that there is a much higher chance of that happening than ever before in my lifetime. And I'm I'm going to take the over with Michigan. I think anything less than a 12-win season would be... Uh, a disappointment for sure and that's including the postseason. You
1: mean total yeah, to yeah, yeah, including yeah. like
0: yeah, postseason for sure. Um so yeah I, I don't think when you look at Michigan's schedule that anything less than eleven and one in the regular season is acceptable. So I I, I definitely am gonna take the over for, for Michigan. And it, it base based solely off of what Corey was saying there with the fact that they are like they're they're returning so much, and they did so much last year, and you have a quarterback who was really coming into his own in the last couple of games, in the at the end of last season in JJ McCarthy, and I think they are going to let him off the leash this year, this upcoming season. I really do think that there's going to be an element of just really broadening his game and letting him play. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the over.
2: It's not even letting him off the leash. It's that Michigan is in the perfect scenario of having an established double threat offense. You can no longer stack the box and make JJ McCarthy beat you because you already saw what Ohio state did and JJ McCarthy burned them and they were not prepared for that. Now, you have to
0: deal with No, but teams are still going to do that. It, it's, going, it's going to be the J.J. McCarthy. Now, granted, most teams still, even if they do stack the box, can't stop Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards. But they are still going to try to do that.
2: That's what I'm saying. You have an even more experienced backfield than you did previously, which was your bread and butter. And then you have an even more experienced quarterback who was able to play at a high level. Under, under duress in TCU, didn't go the way that we wanted it to go, but even in a game where you didn't expect him to going into the horseshoe and he played just as well as he probably could have in that situation, those same players are back. And those same players, you wouldn't have any other indication that they would play better than they did previously. Maybe not Corum because of the injury, but Donovan Edwards. Are you kidding? Guy's a freak show. Did it with a broken hand. This is Harbaugh's best shot. And if he doesn't get it this year, I don't know when he is. So for that reason alone, give me the over.
1: All right. That is the Big Ten. So we'll see if we're right. We'll see if we stick to our guns come August when we do all our season previews and predictions and records and all that good stuff. But for the time being, this is what you get. And uh, this is what we're given. So, all right, we'll call it an episode. Thank you for listening. Again, rate, review, wherever you listen to us, whatever platform. Follow us on the socials Instagram and Twitter at Big Show Pod. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. We love you. Peace.